Thanks for joining us in the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette, where we discuss the empty nest and beyond. Hi, this is Christy Robinette. And this is Chuck Robinette. And this is the Robinette's Nest. (laughs) And today is International Podcast Day. Wow. I know. Everything's got a holiday. There is like... International hamburger, cheeseburger, pizza, donut day, pickle day. I've heard of everything. I don't understand it. I know. It's just exciting that we can celebrate something every day. Every single day. I would like a gift for everything. 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 Not really. Birthday month. No. So this episode, Chuck and I are going to be discussing (laughs) Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. So if you have (laughs) not watched it and you are planning on watching it, so just don't listen. Don't listen. But come back after you've watched it, both seasons. <laughs> and if you haven't watched it and you don't really care to watch it. Then you're safe. Listen anyway. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And we're not going to talk for 30 minutes about Cobra. I can tell you that right yes, now. Yes, we are. <laughs> no, there's, <laughs> I don't think there's anything worth. There's no, a lot of philosophical things it, I want to talk about. Oh, my God. Five minutes and five minutes. <laughs> you're on the clock. Okay, one, two, three, go. So we watched both seasons. Both seasons. Chuck is a product of the 60s, 70s, and I'm a product of the 70s, 80s. So I was like Breakfast Club, 16 Candles. Which I saw too. And the Karate Kid movies. I think I I saw the the first first one. one. I I I know I never saw the second one. So I I know I saw it, but I it was not very like I completely forgot there was a Karate Kid too. It was predictable, and I had a real issue with it. Of course, I'm older, but because Mr. Miyagi wax on wax off, he was Arnold, the original Arnold in Happy Days. Happy Days, right? So you know, I still see Arnold, even though he's doing you know wax on wax off. Side note: Didn't we go to that ice cream shop? That was like Arnold. Uh, the one that was like supposed that? to be, yeah. Gary Marshall was from Milwaukee and he took this one ice cream place. He kind of modeled Happy Days, you know, as the Arnold's drive through or drive in. Wasn't it called Arnold's though? Uh, maybe it was. I don't remember. I don't know. That was, was just a few years a, ago. That was just a side note. But I liked Arnold. <laughs> oh, gosh. That was my, so my that was your problem. Is you did you couldn't do a Mr. Miyagi and an Arnold. Right. You couldn't. Diff- I kept waiting for him to laugh like that. So, oh my yeah. gosh! So they did a lot of flashbacks in the episode. Well, they should because most of us don't remember. Well, no, and forty years ago, it's got a lot of the younger kind of yeah. crew now that's watching the show because it's a lot. Obviously, it has everything to do with. Well, let's start at the beginning. Let's start in at the, the beginning. beginning. So what is it about, Chuck? It's about... Uh, <laughs> it's I think about, he was not oh my paying gosh. attention. It's like mind floss. You know, it's just like a uh, couch potato. So in the original Karate Kid, he had Ralph Macchio going up against... Johnny? Johnny. I mean, it's Johnny. <laughs> but no, I'm trying to think what his real name is. Oh, I, I don't want to um... be rude. I don't remember. <laughs> I know it, but anyway, I don't know it. <laughs> so it was the two guys, the rivals. Billy? Isn't his real name Billy? Yes. Could be. They were rivals. You know, one was a bully. One back and forth. They, they went at each other. And of course, like every other bad 80s movie, 
they had to go to this karate championship. The two of them had to go for the championship. And he was being bullied, apparently, in the movie. Whatever. Yeah. So any anyway, you know, the the quote unquote good guy obviously had to win. Even though he was hurt, he did this whole thing with the <laughs> Chuck's doing I don't know, it he's for got you. the arms the in the air and one thing. one leg up in the air. And <laughs> it was just so predictable. And anyone. Anyone. And his so, real name's, by the way, Johnny Lawrence's real name is William Zabka. Okay. Billy, Billy Zabka. That's and what I and it's weird, and I'm not going to give anything away. It's kind of like he and Ralph Macchio in this movie, they're both bad guys, but yet they're both good guys. No, we they're are rivals. giving it away. We told people if they didn't watch. But it kind of moves. I mean, you feel bad for Macchio, and then you feel bad for Zabka. And I think now, after watching both movies, or not movies, both both seasons, both seasons of the show, yeah. I think Zebka or Johnny, I think you feel more for him like he's the good guy. I'm not going to say anything else I about agree, the rest of it. I though. No. But it was like this guy's messed up. He's drinking constantly. He wanted to bring back the Cobra Kai, but his sensei was a total jerk. jerk. We'll leave yeah. it a jerk. And he ends up coming back in the second season and takes over and kicks Johnny out. Yeah. So you feel bad for Johnny. I can almost predict what's going to happen next season. And there is going to be a oh, third I season. I do want to talk about the third season. Though. Ah. So, but what I wanted to, to talk about okay. is that they replayed kind of the story. They did kind of like, this is what Johnny Lawrence's story was. And it's, you see how much Daniel and Johnny actually had in common that right. they should have been friends right, in those, you know, back then. But then they show the flashbacks of how like Daniel was like the the one to beat. He was the the underdog. But then you really see that Daniel played dirty. Yeah, they were both and dirty. Johnny both really wasn't just the only jerk there. And in the series. He kind of evolves. Johnny does. Who was the bad guy in the movie, the first movie anyway, more or less the bad, the bully. He kind of evolves and becomes more human. Um, in the season. In the season. Yeah. Season two. And now he doesn't have his dojo. And I'm not going to. And Johnny has. Still, he's, he's a jerk he now. He still has a lot of problems. But Ralph Macchio's. He, character he's married he's got like the perfect family the perfect house he owns a car car dealership dealership. big gas house like blah 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 big man on campus yeah but he still has all this they both have animosity towards each other hate each other for what happened in the past and and he and he hates him because he sees how successful he was but come to find out that both of them have fractures in their lives and it's not like what it really looks like so yeah right so here is my theory. So if you haven't watched and you're going to watch, don't listen to me. Okay. So do you remember? So in one of the episodes, one of the last episodes, they end up going out on a date. Yeah. And they're with, so Daniel's with his wife and um, Johnny Johnny's is with, with the, we his, won't, his, yeah. his star student's mother. Mother. And so they end up showing up at the same place. And of course, Mexican they're not happy. And they're seated next to one right another. Right next to each other. And the wives are like, we're going to put the tables, tables together. together and, and we're going to fight through this thing. And you guys are going to have to You guys are going to like one another. And they started drinking. And they kind of do. And they do. Yeah. But 
I don't know if you remember in one of those episodes, uh-huh. they noted they were both in the Karate Kid movie. Right. So Johnny was dating Allie. Right. And Daniels kind of stole Allie away. Right. But and that's his true love. Johnny still kind Johnny's. of like in love right. with Allie. Right. And so in they hadn't the, seen her in right. 10, 20 years, yeah. whatever it was. So but. in one of the episodes, do you remember what they said she did for a living? I really didn't care that much. So no, I don't remember. <laughs> so they said she was a surgeon. Oh. So, so in the end episode, yeah. he throws his phone. He had he had accidentally Facebook messaged her. He just learned, he just got a he cell phone, just learned how to what yeah. Facebook was. He was gonna message her while he was drunk doing something or other, I guess. And then he said, nah, that stupid sounds desperate. And he didn't, but I guess he must have. I don't know what he happened. Did, the woman bumped into him and he yeah, hit the hit send the button. button. Yeah. So anyway, she called him back or left texted him or something and said, Long time no see, blah, blah, blah. But he's already ticked off or really upset. No, you don't know t- what she said. Well, no, we don't know. But I it do did know. Say, it did say that. It said Allie and it said long time something or other. I'm pretty sure it did. No, it just, it, oh, I don't think it did. But I'm well, going to tell you my theory. In the, the ocean. So yeah. I'm going right. to tell you my theory. Okay. So in the <laughs> end, there's somebody that gets injured. So she's going to come and save him. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that so predictable? Yeah, that's it was pretty predictable. Chuck and I were both like saying the lines before I, the I lines will were say, said. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, I said it, whatever. And I, I, I was told by my wife, my lovely wife, that I kept saying whatever like every 10 times. <laughs> it's true. During each episode, whatever, whatever. It was so predictable. And I also realized that I married Johnny Lawrence. I did. Minus the karate. Like I married, I married the bad boy. I married the I don't give a crap, I don't care, you know, tough man. Like we were like really like shell around. I, I hope him. you're talking about your ex husband and not about. No, me. I'm talking about you. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't play by no, rules. No, my ex husband was John Green. <laughs> he, he was. He was the, <laughs> he the was bad, the bad sensei. sensei. So this that's true. No, no mercy. No mercy. By the way, side note. Side note. I actually know karate and Aikido and jujitsu, and I am belted in it. So I think Chuck was really hating on the fact that I'm like, oh, no, in our karate, we don't do that. I wasn't hating because I really could have cared less. <laughs> I don't think he paid any attention I know to there me. was a joke in a book once that said, I know judo. Yeah, Paul judo. He lives around the block. <laughs> so we'll just leave it at that. So, but I don't, it was entertaining. If you want to, it was wasting time. Let's put it. I don't want to say it's not entertainment, but it's not going to win any damn awards. I can tell you that. It was right entertaining. Now. And you know, I really love the soundtrack. Really, really. Because it's all bad 80s songs, but yeah. It was. And it made me think because we were talking. So a Chicago song came on. Yeah. And I said, oh, this is Glory of Love. Right. And I love this song, but it wasn't. It was, was... You're the inspiration, I believe. And the reason why I thought it was Glory of Love is because that's what played in the in the movie. And I love Chicago. I really do. But most of their songs pretty much sound the same. They so really do sound it's the all, same. It, and it's fine. But I always wanted, when I was like a teenager, I always had these, again, you know, Breakfast Club pretty in pink sort of scenarios in my head that I always wanted to date a guy and him be like, like say anything like this is our song. Oh, with a boom box. Like yeah. John Kuzak over his head. Exactly. Yeah, Shout well, out to John. John Kuzak. Hi John. Um, But 
I never got that. Never got damn. I, and I always wanted it to, to be a Chicago song. Was, well, it's got to be a Chicago song. I saw them in 1981, and then you and I went to see them. God, it was what, 10, 12 years ago? Uh, it had to have been like we were like in one of the first rows. And if anybody knows anything about Chicago or about bands, bands and brass, you know they blow into their horns or trumpets or trombones, and they get spit in there, so they have to hit a valve to get the spit this out. Is a COVID nightmare. And uh, yeah, well, it was a side note. And we were like in one of the first rows and they kept having to do the thing with a spit. And somehow, some way, we ended up getting wet. So we want to see Chicago again, but we don't want to be in the first five rows. We so do, we... but do we? No, we don't. Um, uh, And then, you know, the guy that was like playing the instrument thought he was all oh, suave. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the, yeah, they were. And yeah. he was like winking at everybody. And the lead singer was the same way, too. It was like, who He's am like, I going to take home tonight like, from? Hey, I'm in Chicago. Yeah, and he definitely, (laughs) at at least the one guy was at least in the original Chicago. The other one was just brought in. He was pretty classy. But the other ones. I didn't like him. He was, he was. Were slimy. Sorry. They were used car salesmen slimy. Yeah, they were like looking around like, okay. Who can I go back What groupies are going to jump on stage with me? Yeah, and I was just like giving them a look like, this is disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. This is, you are acting just disgusting but i mean it was a good show and i again i do love chicago that was one of my favorite groups you know as rock quote unquote rock growing up but they had other years. really great groups and they're like rat rat was another <laughs> soundtrack you know playlist. and anybody knows who rat is because they see the geico commercial where they say yeah we got you know we got, got this whatever but we got a rat problem and and if you know anything about Christy Robinette, then you know that she, I she love rats. Stephen Percy's, yeah, poster over her bed. Yeah. Um, probably. No, I actually like Adam Robin. And oh. Okay. And Robin ended up to be gay. I had a thing <laughs> where <laughs> I right, a joke I had a thing where I was always attracted to the gay guys. Oh. And great. I could never understand why my my intuition was obviously off. Your gaydar was off. Because they never liked me like that. Huh. So of course But they I wanted to go shopping and put makeup on you. No, right? they really okay, didn't. No, 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 no. But cliche, cliche. Cliche. But no, I really I really I thought I liked Robin. Robin ended up having a lot of problems and he ended up, I think, committing suicide. Well, that's um, a downer. Yeah. Okay. So well, we went almost 14 minutes talking about Cobra Kai. And it's supposed to be five. I didn't like, you know, now on another side now. Now we're going on another tangent. <laughs> 80s. I've got almost, I've got nine years, nine years plus on you. So I was born 61 and my heyday was the 70s. So for me, the best music was the 70s. That's when I started listening, blah, blah, blah. Yours was the 80s because you were born in 70s. So yeah. So that was my teenage, teenage years. And for me. No, I didn't like the hair bands. No, <laughs> no the Bon Jovi's. They all, uh, we laughed so at stuff good. like that. Oh, so good. Laughed at it. Laughed at it. Man, I heard Bon Jovi's Runaway. Oh, and God. I heard it on a Canadian. I saw it on a Canadian video. <laughs> and it was like Friday night Canadian music videos. They something like that on Channel and 9. And it was. It was on Channel 9. And I watched it the first time. And I went, this guy is going to be a star. And he was. I was really good. I should have been a music scout. You know, 10 years earlier, I remember probably watching that same show. And Burton Cummings from the Guess Who was on there. And he was singing Sour to Sweet. And I 
Okay. Anyway, so see, see, we're in sync, but in we're sync, like time but we're warp. ten years apart. It's a time warp. I love the gasu. I love the gasu. No time. I got no, no time. No time left that. for you. She hates that <laughs> no song. No time. Hates that song. <laughs> I just, I don't hate it. Well, whatever. I just, I hate songs that repeat themselves over and over. Well, and it's no time. And it's Simon Garfunkel's like a hummingbird or something. No, like that. no, that's not <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel. That is. Uh, Steels and Craw. God, I had to think about Crosby, it. Steels and Nash. Well, they probably got some song they repeat a bunch of stuff at, too. They did a lot of drugs back then. <laughs> if they have to repeat the same darn yeah. word over and over. And another side note, I actually had to drag my lovely wife to see Burton Cummings. Remember, he played outside at, on a Friday night in the, right, on, right on the waterfront at... Let's the side, side note this because Let's side side note is, she hated it. He has dragged me to, to I don't know how many terrible concerts. Well, that's because you weren't, you know, the your heydays weren't the six seventies, seventies. One was, I mean, I like Alice Cooper. Don't don't talk but, bad about you. Better but stop now. We one time went stop to the now. state fair. You sleep on the couch. I'm telling you, <laughs> where it was raining. I mean, it was. Pouring. We brought the all the kids. Was snoring. All the kids to the state fair because Alice used to play the state fair, the Michigan State Fair every Chuck's year. Like, you're gonna love you're it. You're gonna go. You're gonna love it. <laughs> they all had books. They were reading Game books Boys. in the dark, and it started raining, and they were miserable. We, but you know what? As a learning experience, and then they'll live and grow from that. And then he dragged Cora and I to Todd Rundgren. Yeah, he played over at the Fisher building in the parking lot that was the worst i mean i was crying i'm not even joking i was crying so bad because he gets on stage by the way i'm not really a todd fan i always he had been up until gets on stage ago. and he says you know those those hits that i have you know all of those hits i'm not singing <laughs> you're not gonna hear them tonight if you want to hear them, you can play my CD or you can listen to the commercials that have my at, song at on that them. time. Hello is me, which is his biggest song, which I actually I love the song. Yeah, it was on some kind of a stupid commercial. I know it was a bounty commercial or what? Wasn't it like a Bissell <laughs> vacuum or know, something? But there was a lot of drunks in the crowd because it was a free show. Oh my god! And it goes, you know, "Hello, it's me. Hello, it's me." And he said, "Watch the commercial or whatever it was." So, yeah. I enjoyed that show, but yeah, it's kind of a jerk. <laughs> so the only excitement that I had was the guy that got almost naked. He was this big, what? large, large, large man of a guy. And he, all he had was on like cowboy boots and like underwear and a cowboy hat. I do and not he remember danced that up and at down all. the middle of the row. I, That's I the only entertainment I, I had I that night. I don't remember that whatsoever. <laughs> And yes, friends, I was sober. Oh, my gosh. Cora and I were crying. And the only reason you convinced us is because Matt, somebody was there. Matt Kearney was opening Matt Kearney opened. And Cora liked him. You both liked him. Yeah, we both liked he him. He was good. Yeah. I, I think we'd seen him before, didn't we? Or we've seen him since then. I don't anyway. know. We saw Matt Nathanson. I get it's all the, it's I get, all the same. I don't get them They're all confused the same. As, as musicians. Yeah, but. they must not sing songs that just keep repeating the same words over and over. Probably not. I just don't. Well, probably not. Only no. these groups do that. I think they, I don't know if they just don't, they can't remember all the words. So they just have to have the same words repeated. Well, you know, like with over. the Rolling Stones, they have to have teleprompters because they have so many songs and, and Mick is, you know, pushing 80, I guess. No, and I give cred to Rolling absolutely, Stones. Absolutely. I am not dissing the Rolling Stones. But yeah, there's a lot of people that just can't remember the words. 
Ozzy's probably one of Doobie those. Dooby doo. Speaking of Ozzy. Ozzy. So we were bored and Chuck's really kind of like in hibernation. So we have to keep ourselves busy. <laughs> and that's the only reason we watch Cobra Kai. But go ahead. So I digress. What? We decided to watch the Osbournes. Osbournes. Do you believe? Do you believe? And I actually found it enchanting. It was amusing, pretty amusing. I love Ozzy. You know, obviously he's, he, you know what? He was Tell kind me. of out of it, but he also came up with very a intellectually. Of so maybe statements. he's not as out of it as we thought he was. No, well, and I heard the reviews. People were saying, "Well, he looks old." Well, he, he is, is old. old. He's pushing eighty-two. And so, but I felt it was very like everybody kind of held that show together. It was actually very cute. So the premise of it is they, um, his son, their his son, son, Jack, Jack shows Sharon and Ozzy clips, clips of, from, he had a TV show that was doing paranormal and they were filming things and it went on for a little while. So he's got clips that from his show and probably from other stuff yeah, too. Yeah, from other stuff. And they have to read it, rate, rate it. What was it? This boogie woogie, boogie or woogie meter, boogie or something where like that. One is or ten is uh, scariest, and one is like not scary at all. And or do you believe? Do you believe now? And at the end of the, the first episode that yeah, we saw, yeah, uh, he said, "Well, I believe more now than I did before." And I'd yeah. like to go on a paranormal investigation. Yeah, so that would be interesting. Yeah, because it'd be like, "What the is us?" Yeah. So, but but that was kind of cool because. Jack kept it together. He kept Jack's them. Cool. He kept, yeah, and he kept them very much contained. You know, he's like, "All right, bring it back." And they showed everything from Bigfoot to UFOs to ghosts to demonic entities. And Sharon's worked in tell. I mean, they both have worked and, yeah, in the. Yeah, the you know, show was huge for a long time. The television and and everything. So some of the things they were like that was just completely fake. Like I could completely tell how somebody put a string there or, or did, did whatever that. they're and, trying to debunk yeah it. so and none of it was scary whatsoever no but you know it's amusing it was it was cool yeah it was because you kind of wanted to see what well same way with the osborne show back on mtv back what 20 years ago 10 years ago whatever it was so we'll the, just to see what his reaction was. the other show we started watching which i don't think i can watch anymore okay. is called selling the big easy oh yes that's an hgtv we both love New Orleans is my favorite city in the whole wide world. And I've only been in this country in Canada. <laughs> so that might not be saying much. That's really not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> but love New Orleans. So they got this girl a show and she tries to sell houses to these people that obviously can afford million dollar million houses. Million dollar houses, which is so not New Orleans. But it doesn't show enough in New Orleans. And in the show itself, she and her quote unquote crew have to stage somebody else's house that has been on the market for a while and hasn't sold. And it's like, who cares about that? Let's see more New Orleans. Let's see more of the Well, cool I don't like that she's condescending to her quote team. Yeah. Because it's made up not, of her brother and best friend and somebody and some else. Some other guy. And yeah, she's uh, I'm not a fan of hers, to be honest no, with you. No, I'm sure she's she thinks a she's nice all person. She probably is. But I just don't she tries to make it like a comedy act. And have you ever gone to a comedy show where they're not funny at all? And it's very awkward and you kind of awkward laugh because you feel bad. Like that's what I feel like the buyers are doing. Even in the, in the opening, she says something and you're and, welcome. And you're welcome. You're welcome. 
was yeah. like, what? No, what? Oh, you're welcome what? for what? Bitch, what? What? Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Well, wow. Whoa. That's not a bad word. Tell me how you feel. I just did. I know you did. I don't. Yeah, just not a fan. But yeah. love seeing parts of New Orleans. It's, I, I had given, because HGTV is just really, really wanting Christy's opinion of this. Of course. They're not really looking for my opinion at all. But I had posted, I'm like, instead of the staging part, which is just so filler, I don't know why they didn't give us, like, architecture of New Orleans. Or show a little history homes, show or something. Do something with a restaurant. And to be something. honest with you, they really don't show that many houses right, like, in the French Quarter, right in the heart of New Orleans. It's kind of like on the outskirts of town. And, the neighborhoods, and they've got a ton of neighborhoods around New Orleans. And they're all different. They are all different. And in the show, they name them. And apparently the locals are like, would you stop naming these neighborhoods? Because that's not even the name of the neighborhood. So it kind of irritates. And then, you know, like one of the houses they sold for like a million something dollars was right next to the levee. And they're like, "Um, so we don't even think, we think that it's fake. So I filmed a pilot of a show years ago and they worked on House Hunters. That They were the producers mm-hmm. of House Hunters. Uh, International. House mm-hmm. Hunters International. And so they the told hunters? us. Yeah. House Hunters. House Hunters okay. International. Never heard of it. You never heard of House Hunters? No, I don't watch. You know. That's mm. the one we watch all the time where they show them like three houses and then they choose. That's the name of the show? Yeah. Oh. So okay. they were the producers of that. And so we filmed this pilot episode which was actually pretty good and it didn't get sold because i was too midwest okay but um in indianapolis oh indianapolis yeah so that was a good one he had told me the producer told us all the gossip on reality shows and how reality wasn't real are you remembering that i do remember that and how reality is not reality and how even these house hunters that they're either already in the house and they're not really buying houses or the houses aren't even for sale or they have all this furniture and stuff in it. And that doesn't come with the house. You've got to, if you want to pay for it, you can do it. But yeah. So so who knows? Like there's a lot that aren't like property brothers and see, I told you, um, there's the groundhog. I, before we got on air, I said, there is something in the water that is swimming okay. and it looked like a muskrat. And no, I, too big and too fat for a muskrat. I did not know that groundhog swam. The groundhog was swimming in our pond. It looked like a beaver. It looked like he had a long tail that was flat. So he I is. Maybe he is a beaver. Maybe he's a beaver. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I Man, just, we are just jumping around. I just we went wanted... from beavers to <laughs> beavers. Cobra Khan to Kai. Chicago yeah. to. Oh, Cobra Kai. That's right. Not Cobra Khan. <laughs> Cobra Khan. <laughs> What's Cobra Khan? I, I think it's, it's a comic Kai. book. Yeah. Cobra Khan. Well, whatever. I don't know. I'm losing it. You've had not, it? Not, sh- not sure I ever had it. Oh, boy. Do you see him? Yeah. He's, he's fat. so fat. I think he's our groundhog. Yeah, maybe. He does have a flat tail, though. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Anyway. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we have kind of gotten all over the map. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? It's National Podcast, Podcast Day. Day. So I guess that's We're giving apropos, you a taste of everything. A little bit of everything. Everything. Do you have any recipes you want to share or any anecdotes about parochial schools? Or um, can we talk more about, you know, music? Or No, I think oh, we're Oh, look, gonna, the clock on I the wall says it's about off. time to go. It's about time. We could talk about Alice. I got lots Again? of stuff to talk about. Well, you know what? No, you. we're going to save it for next time. 
Oh. It's political. Oh, no. We well, no, no, we're not going to talk stuff. too much about political, but we did watch, well. The Social Dilemma? Nah, no, 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 no. <laughs> we did watch the political, that, the, <laughs> the presidential debate last Oh, night. my gosh. No, I only made 40 minutes of it. That's you right. only made 40 minutes of it. I know, it, and we I didn't even more of it, so I was like, whatever. I'd rather read about it, but. Then you get two different sides and everybody's right and the other one's wrong. So I guess it really doesn't matter. No. And we're heading into thunderstorms. What's that got to do with presidential I'm debates? getting off of politics. Oh. I'm just distracting you. Well, you know, that's another thing. You know, you can't talk about religion except for your parochial school. Politics. <laughs> and what else can't we talk about? There was something else. I know there's three subjects uh, you're never supposed to talk about. Taxes. Taxes? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently that's part of the political thing. Now we're though. back to the debates. We Forget really it. are. All right. Fine. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. <laughs> this is Christy. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, I mean, this is Chuck. <laughs> I believe in you. Peace. It is the Robinette's Nest. Nest. Nasty. Thanks again for listening to The Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode.